Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This is Greg Olson, and I'm thrilled to introduce my new podcast, TE1. TE1 will chronicle a 60-year evolution of the tight end position, from its origins as an obscure, overlooked blocking role to the versatile superstar position that it is today. I'll explore the evolution of the position through conversations with some of the all-time game-changing tight ends. And just like the incredible tight ends we sit down with on my new show, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. This truck is all about grit, strength, and dependability. The same attributes it takes to be a tight end. Blue Wire. The Arizona Cardinals select Kyler Murray. And the 2019 Offense Rookie of the Year is... This year's most valuable player, Lamar Jackson. Jackson takes it himself. Look at him turn back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles. He is Houdini. Touchdown, Patrick Mahomes with a rope. Chiefs are Super Bowl champions here in Miami. All right, guys, welcome back to the Established Pass podcast presented by Clutch Points and our friends at Blue Wire. I'm your host, Blake Lovell. With me is my co-host, Dylan Reagan. And yes, we have made it to week one of the NFL season. Now, we weren't sure there was going to be a week one of the season, but uh, we have made it there now. And it will uh, kick off on Thursday night with the Chiefs and the Texans. But... As usual, if you are a regular listener to the podcast, uh, what we do for uh, Thursday's episodes is we make our picks for the weekend's games in the NFL. Um, if you're a new listener and you want some advice, uh, come on in and uh, get ready for some knowledge, uh, which we hope will be accurate. Uh, we cannot guarantee <laughs> that, though, uh, but we will do our best. And, of course, uh, what we always like to focus in on, and we're going to do this a little bit different this season than we did last season, but uh, we're going to focus mostly on our picks for uh, the games of the week, uh, the uh, upsets of the week, and the betting locks, which are the three things that we've also uh, really just kind of focused in on here when we make our picks. So that will be the main theme. Of course, uh, we will have different picks for each uh, just to kind of give you a little bit more insight into these games. And then we will also make our quick picks for all the other games in the NFL. So uh, if your team is a part of the uh, quick pick range, uh, it's not that we dislike them. It's just that maybe they're going to destroy their opponent and uh, we don't necessarily tie that into being a game of the week, uh, a betting lock, or an upset. So uh, we'll get to those a little bit later on. And, of course, along the way, uh, we will give you some fantasy advice as well. But, uh, Dylan, we will start with our games of the week and uh we picked a different one here uh for this particular week some week we may have the same but uh we picked different ones here for this week uh let's start with mine which is uh the green bay packers heading to minnesota to take on the vikings a great way to start the season uh with a nfc north showdown between these two teams uh this should be a good one uh vikings are favored by two and a half right now 
in this one, um, you know, which, of course, you, Dylan, uh, if anybody listened to our previous episodes, you made the bold prediction of picking the Packers to miss the playoff. So I don't know that necessarily, you know, our week one predictions are going to be that surprising since we've both picked the Vikings to win this division. Uh, but should be interesting to see kind of how things unfold here for the Packers and get a good look at what this receiving core uh, is going to look like, I guess, this season, uh, mm-hmm. since that's pretty much been the talk of the offseason thus far in Green Bay. Yeah, the continuity of, of the Vikings secondary against what the Packers are going to be trying to do will be interesting. Always is with these two teams now with the coaching staffs uh, with the floor now going to year two. And then obviously Mike Zimmer has been facing Aaron Rodgers for years and years. These games always seem to be so close and the two and a half point spread uh, makes a lot of sense there. Well, yeah, while I did pick the Packers in our bold predictions to miss the playoffs um, and overall dismissing them in our preview, I do think one of these teams will make it, and I think it's going to come down to probably their games against each other will yeah. play a pretty big role in that. Last year, the, the Packers got the better of Minnesota. There was a late uh, a Cousins interception and just little things like that, little mistakes. The year before, that, I believe they had a tie in 2018, so kind of weird things have happened. These two teams are just so highly competitive. The Vikings are at home, don't have as big of an advantage, obviously, as usual, with I believe they have no fans. I know some of these teams are going to have some limited capacity games, but even if they do, I'm not sure how big of a role that's going to play. So it's almost an even playing field for both teams. I, I, don't, I It's going to be interesting. I just, again, do not trust the Packers' defense completely. They've struggled against some of the better uh, teams they face. I think the Vikings' offensive line should be a bit improved. And overall, uh, also, Green Bay's run defense, not fantastic last season. That's going to be a big problem for my uh, first-round fantasy pick and Dalvin Cook in our <laughs> touch points league. So, um, But, yeah, overall, I think it will be a close game. And, again, I, I, I think even though I picked, again, the Packers to miss the playoffs, I think only one of these teams in my mind will likely make the playoffs. It could still be Green Bay. And again, these games, yeah, there's a reason it's a game of the week. It should be a really exciting one. Yeah, and just as a note, uh, we will have some uh, Clutch Points Fantasy League uh, <laughs> reveals along the way here because uh, we had our draft on Tuesday. And not everybody always says, you know, one wants to hear about your fantasy team. But, I mean, this is a football podcast where we talk about fantasy. So uh, we will talk a little bit about that along the way. And, you know, mostly be anger from Dylan's perspective because uh, apparently I took uh, some of his players. Uh, but we'll get to that uh, here. A minute so uh let's jump into dylan's game of the week which is uh the dallas cowboys heading to his location there in, in los angeles to take on the rams uh that is the sunday night matchup and uh of course if you listen to our predictions episode you know there's no we're not going to spoil it which you know you've already listened to it or you haven't uh i picked the cowboys to make the super bowl which uh is the reason why <laughs> i am going to pick the cowboys to win this game they're a three-point favorite in this one um, but, uh, it's, you know, it's one, two, where I think Dylan brought up and when we, we probably talked about this a lot this off season in our NFC West episode, um, also just in terms of the playoff picks, which, uh, Dylan had the Rams make the playoffs. It feels like the Rams are kind of that team that sort of gets forgotten a little bit because Gurley's not there anymore. Um, you know, Jared Goff struggled a bit last season. Yep. We know that. And I think it's like it feels like it's been so far since they made the Super Bowl. But really, we have to remember, it's really only been one season um, since they were there. So this game a lot more intriguing. And, and again, I think this is a good pick for game of the week because um, I think the Rams, too, are going to be better than maybe people are giving them credit for. They're just in such a tough division, as we know. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. this this should be a fun one because you've got two offenses here. Um, you know, the Rams offense looks a little bit different this season, but you've still got Jared Goff and Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. 
guys like that. Uh, but that defense, I mean, look, Aaron Donald's not going anywhere. Um, so, and Jalen Ramsey just became, what is it, the highest paid defensive back in yeah. NFL history. So, they got some talent on that defense, too. So, I think this is a fun opener, and hopefully this is not going to be an opener that makes me look up and go, what in the world was I thinking picking the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl? No, I think it's going to be a competitive game, as you mentioned, and we kind of talked about previously. The Rams get a little bit forgotten. They still had a winning record last year. The offense averaging over 30 points a game the last five weeks. Kind of figured it out. Uh, I am a little concerned the defense won't stay in that top 10 range DVOA-wise like they were a year ago. Some good amount of turnover. I don't think, uh, you know, not that Dante Fowler necessarily is the best pass rusher, but I'm not sure Leonard Floyd really fills that void completely. Uh, the middle of the defense, of the inside linebacker in particular, still pretty shallow in terms of their depth. So that that is a concern against Dallas in their run game and every how balanced they can be. Um, I, it's a, I, I picked the Rams to win this one. Obviously, I have them just sliding into the playoffs. I still have Dallas, as I mentioned in that preview episode, going all the way to the NFC title game. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I do think this will be both teams being really competitive. The Cowboys' defense, maybe their their pass rushing gets a little bit better. Maybe they'll have something going there. I, I just still am not completely believing in, in their defense. I think, yeah, the Rams, as they kind of figured out, and you saw Sean McVay kind of problem solve as the season went on, and especially those last few weeks where it really started uh, clicking. I could see the offense looking pretty good to start the year. This being a pretty fun high-scoring game, which is why I put it in my game of the week instead of my upset. Um, there's one game, notably, which we'll get to, that easily could have made our games of the week. But I do think, yeah, this will be opening the stadium. That'll be another big part of it. Definitely would have enjoyed being there, but we'll enjoy watching this one on TV. And, yeah, I think both teams, at the end of the day, it's gonna both teams are going to show why they have a chance to uh, get it to the playoffs this year. Yeah, and like you said, the other game, which I think it is pretty obvious, we'll get to that in a bit. We, we will spend probably a little bit more time on that one than we will on mm -hmm. some of the other quick picks. But, uh, yes, that is one that uh, certainly uh, could class classify. And, uh, like you said, we'll get to that here in a minute. Actually, it's not going to be part of our quick picks. It's going to be part of another one. Uh, so there's a teaser in that. But before we get to that, let's talk about our betting locks of the week, uh, which <laughs> we were laughing because yeah. we made our betting locks here, and, and we just kept looking up and down this line and were like, ugh, like, we don't like that pick, we don't like that pick, and no. even the ones we decided on, I'll tell you with mine, I do not feel great about it, so let's keep that in mind here as we uh, reveal our betting locks of the week. Uh, Dylan, I'll let you go first on this one because uh, this was this is tough, and, and I think week one's always tough. Like, we know that. We have nothing to go on, especially – I think in a season like this, because we know what the offseason has looked like, it's so yeah. hard to kind of figure out what to expect. And, and again, we, we keep going back to this example, but we were the two people who were all aboard the Bengals train last year after they played really well <laughs> in that Almost week won. one game against the Seahawks and should have won the game properly. Um, but then, of course, they get the number one pick in the NFL draft. So let's always put that at the back of your head uh, when we're talking about week one. You don't want to overreact to anything. Uh, we are mm -hmm. more guilty of that than anyone, uh, but uh, it makes it a lot harder to predict uh, how these things are going to unfold. But we will uh, go ahead and give you our, our betting locks of the week, uh, starting with Dylan's. Yeah, the two games I think that uh, we almost targeted that will be in our quick picks. We, we thought about the Eagles at the at Washington. Uh, you know, not sure about the Eagles, as we've talked about in previous podcasts. You have the Colts favored by nine and a half in Jacksonville. As much as we don't believe in the Jags, another, like you said, it's week one. So we're trying to kind of pick 
things that we kind of are a little more could predict now that I'm looking at both of our picks. We really targeted New York City here, but <laughs> okay. I have the I have the lock of the week with the Steelers covering a six point spread in New in, or I guess in New Jersey against the New York Giants. Um, I just, you know, obviously there's a lot of hype around Daniel Jones and what he might be able to do this season, but he's still pretty turnover prone Steelers as much as I they could regress from being, uh, you know, forcing as many turnovers as they did in 2019. I still think they're going to have a field day um, with that offensive line in New York. They have one of the best defensive fronts uh, from, you know, across the entire line in the NFL, maybe not quite on the, on the Niners level, but I think it's getting close. And overall that defense, I just am concerned with the Giants ability to, to move the ball on them, even though they have some really fun guys and really exciting players. I just think their offensive line is in for a tough matchup. And then on the flip side, you bring in Big Ben, if he's able to stay healthy, as we've mentioned the whole year, how important that will be. But just overall, their offensive line, much stronger. The Giants' defense is still a huge problem. We've talked about how we think they're going on the over of their games. This is going to be a great pick for a lot of the season. Um, so, yeah, in this one, yeah, I'll have the lock of the week there with the Steelers. I know we both have the Steelers winning um, against the Giants there on Monday night. Yeah, I, I mean, of course, I love the Steelers' defense. We That's no secret, and, and I think that's a good pick that – May have actually been the second one I would have gone with here, and and again I I don't feel great about this, and you you kind of <laughs> gave it away in terms of targeting New York, but I I'm gonna pick the Bills here. They're six and a half point favorites against the Jets, um, but I'll just say if that number was at seven, I wouldn't be touching this. Like I, I just don't think that. Again, the the Bills offense. I mean, we know they've got Stephon Diggs now, and, and like I think their their wide receiver units well was underrated last year because we saw like you had those kind of you know you had Cole Beasley, you had John Brown. Um, you know, guys like that that were pretty consistent. But now I think you add Stefan Diggs, you get another dimension here, but everything's going to go back to Josh Allen, right? And it's it, can he improve on some of the stuff that he needs to improve on? And I think until we see that, um, it makes it hard to completely trust this Bills offense because I think the running back situation, a lot more interesting maybe too. Um, so I don't know. Like I feel like their defense is good enough to, to shut down the Jets which is not great uh, for me with Le'Veon Bell in one of my fantasy <laughs> leagues, but um, it, I just I feel like you can lean on that defense enough to where you feel like the Bills should win this game by a touchdown, even if it, even if they win at seven to nothing. Like I feel like it's one of those that, that could be kind of one of those types of games, but uh, we'll see. And so I will go uh, with the Bills uh, at a six and a half point favorite against the Jets. But uh, before we dive into uh, some of our upset picks, uh, let's talk to you about DoorDash. We've been talking about them. For a while here now and uh you've counted on restaurants now they're counting on you and while their dining rooms may be closed they're still open for delivery with doordash doordash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right to your door ordering is easy all you've got to do is open up the doordash app choose what you want to eat and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting you can choose from your favorite national restaurants like chipotle wendy's and cheesecake factory Plus, many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery, too. All you got to do, open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spot, and your food is on its way to you. And right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code BLUEWIRE. That's $5 off your delivery fees and zero delivery fees, that is, on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the promo code BLUEWIRE. Don't forget, that's the promo code BLUEWIRE for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. 
And our friends at Sunday Ticket are excited, as we are about Sundays, are back in the NFL. And with NFLSundayTicket.tv, you can stream every live out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices. Plus, the Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels are there, so you never have to miss your favorite teams and favorite players. No matter where you live, NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Just use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 50% off. Your subscription, that's 15% off. Just visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code BLUEWIRE. All right, let's talk about upsets. Um, Here we go. (laughs) These are our favorites because especially in week one, as we said, there's a lot of unpredictability that goes along with this. So picking an upset can be its sort of a wide range of possibilities because I feel like you can look around and say, oh, I could see that team beating that team. And I Mm -hmm. think we actually have, in terms of the spread, we have several upsets on our board this week. Uh, we'll get to those here in a minute uh, when we do some of our quick picks. But uh, if we had to narrow down specifically on the ones we're choosing for our upsets of the week, I will start with mine, and that is probably where the Clutch Points fantasy discussion is going oh, to enter no. the conversation here because <laughs> I am going to take the Bengals. And where do, once again, like, what is it with us and the Bengals in week one, which I'm doing this, you're not. Uh, but there's just something about me buying into the Bengals in week one of an NFL season. I'm going to take them to beat the Chargers. Chargers are three-point favorites in this one. They're heading to Cincinnati. We know the Chargers, new era for them. Uh, Phillip Rivers with Indianapolis now. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's lots of unknowns, I think, for the Chargers. Of course, Derwin James, uh, that injury as well. That's another yeah. kind of hit for them. So I am all in on Joe Burrow's confidence, and I am all in on Joe Burrow as my QB1 in the Clutch Points Fantasy Football League, which is going to anger my co-host because he was sitting there a couple picks after me waiting to draft Joe Burrow for his quarterback spot. And unfortunately, I decided that I was going to be all in on Joey Burrow here and hope that he has enough weapons around him to be able to put up some big numbers this year and the fact that the Bengals could be playing from behind a bit. But I don't know. I think, and we look, not even talking about it from a fantasy perspective, like yeah. I... We've talked about the weapons on this offense, and I think mm-hmm. it's a very underrated group, and it's just it's just going to be the defense, right? It's just going to we have to see kind of how things are going to look yeah. there. I I'll take the Bengals here again. I, I'm not 100 percent confident about this at all, but uh, I do think first week of the season, Burrow. Um, I know confidence doesn't necessarily just win you games, but I think he's got enough around him maybe to come out and have a good showing here to, to start things off. And maybe that winds up getting being a victory uh, over a team that, as we know, is kind of going through a transition with the Chargers. Yeah, this game, it's funny, obviously not on our game of the week list, but it's one that I'm happy is in that afternoon window with only three games because I really do want to watch yeah. and see what the Bengals look like. I, I still pick the Chargers. I know you have the Bengals as your upset of the week. It mostly came down to the Chargers defensive line being fully healthy, and I do think they have a ton of talent. Obviously, Bosa and Ingram get the headlines if they bring in Linval Joseph, and I just think overall, even without – um, Derwin James, it does make a huge difference, but I think the rest of their secondary is still pretty strong. Strong. You, you throw Kenneth Murray into the mix as a, a rookie that we're really excited for. So I just feel a little too confident about that defense. I, I am excited about Burrow. Yeah, I was pretty upset uh, to not get him. He would have been a backup in my on my team. I have Cam Newton as my uh, starting quarterback, <laughs> but I. I uh, would have been the all-hype team there with both of those guys. But for his own sake, maybe it worked out. He gets to start week one on your team, um, where he might not have been able to no. uh, with mine. So that he's got that going for him. I do – yeah, again, I'm just really am excited to see what it looks like because they do have all these weapons. It's going to be a kind of a tough matchup, I think, off the bat against the Chargers uh, and Gus Bradley and the experience they have. 
Um, on the flip side, yeah, the, the main reason I picked the Chargers to win too, uh, I think Tyrod, with, it's not like he just came to to LA. He's been with the Chargers since last season and worked under Philip Rivers for a while. And uh, I just think they're going to have enough going on offense against a, a, a Bengals defense, which is still in, in need of uh, a lot of improvements. <laughs> I think that is the reason why I'm still picking the Chargers. But you said, like you said, it's week one. I, I do think this is a, a upset pick that I won't be shocked by any means if Joe Burrow comes out, has a great debut, and Cincinnati ekes it out. Making a rookie quarterback your QB1 in fantasy football. What could go wrong uh, with that? <laughs> so uh, let's see how it works out. Right, listen, I've got Drew Locke, too, and that's another one that we'll see. But uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll talk more about that as the season goes along uh, with those two. But uh, let's talk about your upset of the week, which uh, this is a game we were teasing as could have easily been one of our games of the week, but I think maybe it was so obvious that we just decided to go with, with two others just to kind of make it interesting. Yeah. Uh, but that is, of course, uh, the Bucks at the Saints. Um, you know, and again, you're we're talking about upsets here in terms of the spread, so keep that in mind. This isn't necessarily just these over-the-top uh, upsets that are, you know, necessarily in terms of, okay, this team's going to be able uh, to, to go out and do this or that. Like, it's all about, you know, okay, they're going to go out and they're going to win this game uh, straight up as an underdog, and that's kind of what we're doing here with the Saints and the Bucks, Dylan. Yeah, I, I have Tampa Bay, the three-and-a-half-point underdogs coming into New Orleans. Obviously, with no fans, it's going to make a huge difference, I think. still think the Saints will play well at home overall this season, and I, as I obviously pick them as my team to win the Super Bowl. But I think in this first week, game, uh, week one game, Tampa Bay is going to come in. I think the defense, as we've talked about, is underrated, really finished sixth in DVOA last year. I think they've improved even. So if that that defense, and the, the Saints defense is no slouch either. I just am excited for to see what the, the Bucks offense can do. I think this, yeah, another game I'm excited about being in that afternoon window. These two upsets of the week for us are two games that y'all be tuned in the most uh, certainly uh, watching uh, no, no, no nothing against the Cardinals Niner game I'll still be intrigued by what Kyler can do but I think these two have the most intrigue and yeah especially this one like you said it could have been our game of the week uh, both teams we clearly are really high on and I think you yeah you have Tampa Bay going all the way to the NFC championship game I've pro- I, you know we didn't pick all the way through every playoff matchup but I probably have them getting to the divisional round I do really believe in what this offense can do I was definitely tr- thinking about taking Tom Brady before he went in our fantasy draft I think he's gonna have a great season and I think this will be an interesting game to see him for the first time not only without Belichick but with all these weapons um, and yeah maybe it's just me giving into the hype and what, what I kind of want to see happen for the for the headlines but uh, I'll go with the Bucks with an upset here there you go I'm gonna take the Saints uh, I think yeah, I don't know. I just think, again, and as we say, it's different this year because the home field advantage and all that. Like, what's it going to mean? Yeah. What's it not going to mean? I think we'll learn a lot more about that as the season goes along. But uh, the Mike Evans potential injury here, I think that's something that could play into the mix uh, in terms of maybe not being as confident in the Bucks in week one, especially mm-hmm. on the road at the Saints. But I don't know. Like, I, again, he's right now, it's not like he's completely been ruled out or anything. I think Bruce Arians said that he had a soft tissue injury or something. He could be yeah. a game, game time decision if he doesn't practice on Friday, which, again, who knows? Like, we're still uh, a little ways away from that. So uh, we'll see. I'll go with the Saints, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll differ here on our upset picks of the week, <laughs> uh, which leads us to our quick picks. And uh, we'll dive into some of these 
and again, we may spend a little bit of time on, on a couple of these, but uh, mm-hmm. these are basically just going to be our quick picks uh, that we're not going to really go through each game and, and spend five minutes on each one of them. Um, and we'll kind of keep that same theme uh, each week so we can kind of give you guys uh, the biggest insight on the games that maybe we uh, look at and say, all right, these need to be in these categories. But uh, some of these yeah. uh, we look at and say, all right, let's just make a quick pick here. Uh, all right, we will start with the Chiefs and the Texans. And the reason we'll make this a quick pick is because uh, you may be listening to this as the game's going on. Of course, this podcast comes out on Thursday, but Chiefs and Texans, Dylan. Chiefs, uh, nine-point favorites uh, in this one at home at Arrowhead. Yeah, I thought about making this my lock of the week, but didn't really have any doubt that I'd pick the Chiefs to win this one. Houston's defense, dude, (laughs) just a disaster. I'm I'm really not believing in it. So, yeah, Kansas City uh, easily, again, could have been the lock of the week. Yep, I'll take the Chiefs, and uh, I think that, uh, I don't know, it's – I think it's going to be interesting to see kind of with Deshaun Watson um, what that offense could look like without DeAndre mm-hmm. Hopkins there. Yeah, um, and I think this just came out as we're recording. Uh, Brandon Cooks officially listed as limited uh, today in practice, and he will be mm. questionable for that game. So that could even make it more of a lock maybe to pick the Chiefs here uh, if you want to consider mm-hmm. that. But uh, if Cooks doesn't play that wide receiver unit, uh, don't know that uh, Deshaun Watson's going to – going to be too happy i think with uh, maybe what he'll see uh, in this one but he should put up a lot of numbers uh, because they could be playing from behind quite a bit all right eagles at the redskins uh, this is one of those games like i mm-hmm. i thought about making it a lock of the week but i'm like uh, we know how it is like i've talked about the eagles i just think they're dealing with injuries we know they're already being hit by the injury bug um i, I don't know like it's just one of those things where i don't trust the eagles i'm sorry I don't, mm-hmm. and I'm still going to pick them to win this game, but I don't trust them enough to make them my lock of the week. I think the Red Ki- Redskins are – oh, here we go. Like, look at this. We're gonna, I'm going to do oh, this yeah. like 100 times this Me year. Too. All right, <laughs> Washington football team. I think that they could be sneaky enough like in these early couple weeks maybe. Uh, I don't know. Do, do a couple things, maybe win a game like this, um, but – I think until we see just, you know, the complete improvement probably on both sides of the ball for them, I can't pick them to win this game. Yeah, me either. I'm picking the Eagles here for a lot of those same reasons, and, and the same reason I didn't pick them as a lock. You'd think, with, yeah, the six-point spread, and you're like, all right, the Washington, obviously a defense that has uh, – you throw in Chase Young and really excited. That's one of the most, more intriguing things to watch on that side of the ball. Uh, we'll learn a lot about, you know, we both didn't pick uh, Philly to, to make it to the postseason, right? So <laughs> – um there we'll learn quickly maybe if, if that was a mistake i still have some belief in what they're able to do still believe carson Wentz when healthy is pretty dynamic uh, but again yeah so many injuries uh going to be without jalen rager i believe that's to start the year at least um outside of all the other issues along the line and on defense so that is why it's not a lock but yeah i think philly even with week one weirdness should find a way to win this one yeah we'll, we'll take the eagles there in that one and then uh, the Dolphins at the Patriots. Uh, Patriots are six-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. Uh, nope, I didn't go out on a limb and make the Dolphins uh, my upset of the week this week. Uh, as much as I, I love this group um, and I love having Preston Williams on my fantasy team uh, <laughs> in both of my leagues, uh, I am not going to just do this. I'm not ready to go there and pick them to win on the road to the Patriots, even with the, you know, again, the unknowns we know with the Patriots on offense. Uh, I will take the Patriots here in this one. Yeah, I think it was week one or two last year where the Pats were favored by like 21 against the Dolphins. How far have we come since <laughs> yes. then? Uh, maybe we should have made this a lock. I, I, as much as I'm excited about Miami, and as we've talked about, I 
I believe New England's defense is still too dynamic for, the, yeah. the, especially the offensive line there in Miami. I know they did win in Week 17 in New England, but I, I see the Pats coming out pretty well, and I, I still think the Dolphins' defense has a lot of issues. I think Cam and uh, it will be interesting to see how that Pats' offense gets going to still have a lot of strength on that offensive line. Just just too much talent to, to not pick New England here. Yep, Patriots with a sweep there, and those picks uh, here is the one that I really almost went to as my lock of the week. <laughs> the Colts at the Jaguars. Colts, 9.5-point favorites. I think the Colts are going to win this game by double digits, but as Dylan pointed out, uh, you never know about these early week games, especially week one, and just weird things happen sometimes mm-hmm. with these games. And, and so a, a road team like this, and especially a team like the Colts, I don't think they're going to be one of those overpowering offensive type of teams. Like, and again, yeah. that's I don't think you're going to see them come out and, and rival the Ravens or the Chiefs or anything like that. Uh, but, you know, they should be able to put up some points. And, and I know we're kind of looking at them, and you said, I mean, you picked them to win the division. I picked the Titans, but I think I still picked the Colts to make the playoffs. So I think you look at all those different things, and obviously I'm going to pick the Colts here because I have no belief in the Jaguars. Uh, but as you said, stranger things have happened when it comes to these Week 1 games. Yeah, I, I'm going to pick the Colts as well. I do think, well, it might not be the same uh, dominance in terms of uh, like flashy scoring with the run game. Last season, the Jacksonville Jaguars finished 31st in DVOA defending the run. We talked about the Colts having potentially the best offensive line in the NFL. So, yeah, for your Jonathan Taylor pick, my Marlon Mack pick, I might have to think about throwing them in there because I I think both those guys are going to have a field day. Easily could have picked this as the the game of the week, uh, or sorry, not the game of the week, the lock of the betting lock of the week because of the spread. But yeah, man, I, I just Gardner Minshew week one. Come on, he's gonna he's gonna find a way to put some points up. I'm still not com- completely convinced about the Colts defense. So while I do think Indy will win, uh, maybe it'll be a little higher scoring game than we're uh, used to between these two teams. Yep, uh, we'll see how it goes uh, here with this one and this next one. Um, boy, this is a uh, this is an interesting <laughs> one here too. <laughs> I don't really know what to even say about this game because I think it's it's one of those where. I just have no idea. Like this, yeah. I don't know. Like even in all of these games I'm looking through, this could to me could be the most unpredictable game of the week, and that is the Bears at the Lions. Lions are three point favorites in this one. Who I don't know. And and look, it's not even that I think both these teams are going to be bad teams. It's just I don't know what to expect from either one of them. Uh, with Trubisky now as the quarterback, we've heard all the stuff positive about him, but until I actually see it. Who knows, right? And then with the Lions, we think the mm-hmm. Lions could be better than people think. Uh, but it's another one, too, where it's you want to see it all come together for them uh, to be able to actually turn that into wins. And so yeah. I'm I'm fascinated about this one. I also think it could be an ugly game. Um, but I'm actually going to pick the Lions here because I just – I don't know. Uh, with the Bears, it is. It's one of those until, until I see it. I, I have a hard time trusting the Bears, and I will just go with the Lions here by default then. Yeah, I almost picked the Bears because of like we kind of talked about on previous episodes, Mitchell Trubisky performing much better against poor secondaries, like against the bottom fourth of the NFL in terms of uh, DVOA uh, pass defense. He really does usually thrive. So it's like ah, there's that in the Bears defense. Still not you know, maybe not great, but still good. Yeah. But I, as an, as an unofficial member of the Lions fan club, maybe maybe the the twenty uh, twenty version of my twenty nineteen Bills. I'll go with the Lions here. I do. I, I'm intrigued to see what the defense does in terms of improvement, but I just think their offense is still with Stafford last year when he was healthy. They were so dynamic throwing the ball. Yeah. And I think they're going to look at what they did well and the, and the mentality they had early in games, second half of the games, they got a little too conservative. Hopefully Matt Patricia doesn't try to uh, hold Bevel and uh, Stafford back. I, I hope they do not. And yeah, so I'll go with the Lions here to find a way to win. But yeah, like you said, 
this is one of the games that maybe had a tougher read on one that i would stay away from if i was betting that's for sure well i just said this could be the most unpredictable game and now we go to what i think may be the second (laughs) most unpredictable game or even the most uh that is the raiders at the panthers uh another game where i will be honest with you i don't know what we're gonna see here um panthers offense gonna look completely different we think now with matt rule there and joe brady running the show um you know teddy bridgewater's the quarterback so i don't know what to expect in the panthers offense i know the defense has to be better raiders it is what it is like i i don't know what to expect from the raiders like uh you can look at it and think okay well they could be this or they could be that i don't know like i think until i see it with the raiders and that's why we didn't pick them to make the playoffs you're like we really want to consider the raiders as a playoff team and it's just it's so hard to do and and yet somehow I'm going to pick the Panthers to win this game, which could have been one of my mm-hmm. could have been my upset of the week uh, when you look at it from the spread wise. Raiders are three point favorites on the road here, but I don't know. Like I just think the Panthers could be creative enough offensively this year to win games like this, yeah. um, even if they have some struggles on defense. And so I'll I don't know. This is not a confident pick at all, but I'll pick the Panthers. <laughs> yeah, this is one of the very few we we split on. I, I'm going to go with the Raiders. I just I, I do think their offensive line is still a fringe top ten unit in the NFL. Yes, the, the Panthers tried to address in the draft their inability to defend the run, but I just see Josh Jacobs in that Raider offense having a pretty easy time. And, yeah, I am excited, as we've talked about with Matt Rule and how interesting, what they're going to do with uh, being uh, versatile and uh, all the formations and different things they're going to try to do. with The Raiders' defense doesn't really completely scare you, but they do get some of the guys back that got hurt last year. And I just just a little bit too, too down maybe on Carolina still on the defensive side of the ball. I'm just not sure – you know, Matt Rule could be the right guy, uh, and I am excited to see overall, again, what he's going to be able to do. But I just – this year I'm not convinced they have all the pieces to do it. Uh, obviously, Teddy can prove me wrong and just have a field day against a Raiders secondary that was pretty brutal last year. So uh, I'll go with the Raiders, but, yeah, not a not a confident pick here either. Start Christian McCaffrey in fantasy. There you go. Uh, there's there's wise advice uh, there. Play, play him. Don't Don't sit that guy. All right. Browns at the Ravens. Ravens are eight-point favorites in this one. I didn't even think twice. I'm picking the Ravens. Um, sorry, again, with the Browns. I think it's very similar in that. I actually think the Browns are going to be better this year. Um, but I mm-hmm. I don't know to the extent of how much better they're, they're going to be. Uh, I think it all starts with Baker. You know, is he going to be more consistent? If he is, then I think they can be pretty good because they've got all these offensive weapons. Yeah. It's like you think about it, like Kareem Hunt, you know, he's there as your second running back. Uh, he was arguably one of the top three running backs in the NFL a couple years ago, of course, before everything kind of happened and all that fallout uh, led to him being released by the Chiefs. Um, and then, of course, you've got Austin Hooper there now, who, I mean, like what he did with the Falcons like the past couple seasons, right? So, I mean, they've got a lot of weapons on offense. And we're not even talking about Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis yeah. Landry, and it's just – They've got weapons, and and the defense, I think, is certainly, you look at kind of the foundation of their defense, but the Ravens are really good, and so I'm going to pick the Ravens to win this game. Yeah, I picked the Ravens to win as well. Just not convinced, though, that they'll cover for sure. They probably will because they're, I mean, a lot of their wins last year ended up being blowouts with how dominant that offensive line was. The defense still really strong. But, yeah, I am, in, I as we talk, kind of talked about before, I am excited to see what the Browns can do. And if, yeah, with Baker having the improvements to the offensive line, if those tackles really do perform up to their to what we expect from them, uh, he he looked really pretty good when he's had time to throw. So and like you said, they have so many weapons. I just the Ravens you can't really pick against them here. But I do think this is a, a one of the in that morning slot of games. One of those that I'll be definitely paying a little more attention to. I think I mean the Browns obviously did beat the 
Ravens once last year, and they, they lost the second game, but they're winning for most of the first half before it kind of snowballed. But uh, they have played them tough. Uh, there was a point from Calais Campbell. He talked about part of the reason the team brought him, Patrick Queen, and Derek Wolf onto the rosters because of their ability to defend stretch run schemes, which is exactly what the Browns run. So it looked like yep. Baltimore identified this issue and has uh, tried to address it, which is not a good uh, – good uh, uh piece of information for the browns <laughs> yep uh, we remember what happens the last time these two played at baltimore browns came in and won that game and really surprised everyone but uh, i think the ravens may be looking for a little payback here uh with this one mm-hmm. um all right that moves to the next one which i actually considered as my game of the week that's the seahawks and the falcons i think this could be a sneaky good game uh seahawks are two-point favorites yeah. in atlanta I really am looking forward to this one because I think this will tell us a lot about maybe both of these teams. And again, we don't want to overreact to one game, but I'm very intrigued by the Falcons. And you pointed out before we started recording, we didn't even mention the Falcons in our in our predictions episode for the for the season. And think about it, we both picked the Falcons to make the playoffs last season. Yeah. Um, so the fact that we didn't even mention them, that's not great. But I also think it maybe is a little bit on our part. Like, I could see them making the playoffs. Like, they're talented enough, yeah. but that defense is something, as we've said, it's been a mess the past couple of years due to injuries, of course. They've had a lot of injuries, and that hasn't helped. But I'll pick the Seahawks here until I maybe uh, learn a little bit more about what we can expect from the Falcons this season. Yeah, just we've gotten bitten too many times with uh, <laughs> yeah. leaving in the Falcons. Maybe if they're in the AFC, I would have picked them to make the playoffs. Yeah. But I, I do think, yeah, they're probably a little better than what I've maybe thought of heading into the season that's represented by this two-point spread also Seattle last year just so many one-score victories they really did not really put a lot of teams away which is not you know as we've seen year to year it always seems to regress your performance in one-score games now having Russell Wilson mitigates some of that but um, I, yeah, I, I, this one, yeah, like you said, I never really thought of it as, as a game of the week against the other ones, but I am definitely will be intrigued by what the Falcons are able to do. They still have so much offensive talent that defense I'm still suspect on, but the Seahawks defense isn't really, uh, <laughs> the most dangerous. They're pass rushing, obviously with, without Clowney, that's going to be a problem. I picked Seattle to win, but yeah, this, this is, this one has a trap week one game flying all the way from, you know, yep. one corner of the country to the other to, to during a pandemic. I mean, it has a, a trap feel definitely for Seattle here. Yep, could be indeed, and uh, this should be a good one uh, without question. In Atlanta, the Cardinals at the 49ers. 49ers, seven-point favorites, trying to repeat uh, as NFC champions and uh, get back to the Super Bowl. We think the Cardinals are going to be better, but uh, I don't know that I'm picking them uh, to win an opening season game uh, at the defending uh, NFC champs here. Yeah, they, they played the Niners really well last year, um, both times they faced them, and obviously they've gotten some improvements and another year in the system together with Kyler and Cliff. So there is some intrigue there, but I just, yeah, the Niners defense, man, is so good. Their offensive line still so good. They have Kyle Shanahan, it's just like, man, it's tough to pick against them. Yep. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Niners, but uh, it is maybe telling that the team that made the Super Bowl at first is a team that was very much out of the playoff picture. We're not completely convinced that the Niners are going to cover. So it does show you that we do have some belief in the Cardinals here. Yep, uh, we have a little bit uh, with them for sure. So uh, we're both going to take the Niners, though, in that game. And then uh, the other Monday night game, which we already covered, um, the the first one with the uh, the Steelers and the Giants. But the other Monday night game is the Titans at the Broncos. Titans, two and a half point favorites in this one. And believe it or not, I'm going to pick the Titans in this game. Um, and I know that's very unusual, and uh, that's something that won't be Titans fans excited because usually when I do that, they lose. But, I mean, look, the Von Miller injury, I mean, that's significant, as we know. Um, that's something. And, of course, you know, Bradley Chubb coming off an injury as well. Like, this just, I don't know, like the Titans, I think, and two with the Broncos on offense, right? Like, we want to... 
we still want to see the Broncos kind of make mm-hmm. those steps forward on offense. And I think they're another one that until we actually see it, I think it's maybe hard to kind of pick them in a game like this again, because we're talking about the team that almost made it to the Super Bowl last year in the Titans and getting Jadavion Clowney seems like he's probably going to play in this game. Um, I will pick the Titans here. I think this is one where they will be able to do some things and maybe they're not going up against an opponent that maybe has found its groove yet on offense because maybe this offseason kind of limited some of the things that the Broncos could do in terms of maybe reach that point, which we laugh about the John mm-hmm. Elway comment and all that we brought up uh, several episodes ago. But I'll pick the Titans here. I, I think maybe they're the better choice, but I've said that before and they've lost. So, Yeah, the Broncos, uh, this has an, uh, this kind of like the other one uh, just a second ago, Seattle Falcons. It has a weird oh, week one vibe, especially traveling to uh, and players that have uh, gone from other teams to Denver now have been talking about just the difference in having the workout and the altitude. So will that impact the Titans here after spending literally no time traveling anywhere uh, with no preseason games, just staying uh, put at the, the, the uh, facility there? So yeah. I have the Titans winning just because, I mean, their offense, when they not even on the year ended up being top, uh, finishing sixth in DVOA, but really when they had uh, Tannehill take over, they just became such a top flight unit. I do know I'm, I'm not convinced that the offensive line will be as good as it was a year ago. So that's one reason to be a, a little afraid. But yeah, you take Von Miller out of the equation. The fact that even though the secondary in Tennessee isn't all that scary, Drew Locke, as we talked about last year, played really well, winning four of his five games, but really did not face any, any solid secondary. So not completely convinced in that offense um, in Denver yet. The defense, I'm not sure if it's going to be quite as good as it was a year ago, finishing 13th in DVOA. Tennessee still in the middle of the pack there. Just a little bit too much belief maybe in what we saw from we. You know, we talk, we joke about the, the Titans being a nine and seven team every year and just seeming like they should. They, they always lose games. They should win, but really they became a little more predictable. It felt like as last season went on. Um, and I, I think they'll carry that over here into Week One. There you go. So uh, I feel confident in saying that. Our week one picks are probably going to be our worst picks of the year because there's so much unpredictability um, and our, our picks should only get better from here after we get a, a little bit of a sample size of what to expect, uh, certainly in some of these empty stadiums as well. I think that's a dynamic that I'm very interested in uh, because, uh, you know, again, we know, I mean, fans play an important role in these games. And so uh, when you don't have them there, how does that change the dynamic on some of these uh, teams that usually have, you know, more of that home phone advantage uh, at their specific stadium. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that unfolds with some of these teams, uh, without a doubt. But there mm-hmm. you go. There's a look at week one with some different elements along the way with our games of the week, upsets, and betting locks, uh, and our quick picks for all the other games uh, involved. So uh, there you have it. And, uh, Dylan, we've got a lot of stuff going on over Clutch Points to get people ready for the start of week one. Um, certainly a lot of action, a lot of stuff. Uh, coaches are back at press conferences. Uh, we're getting a lot of nuggets of knowledge, and uh, there's just a lot going on right now leading into week one. Yeah, you can go to the Clutch Points app to read all of our NFL content. So much happening right now. Uh, we got, yeah, fantasy-wise, a lot of stuff coming out in terms of who you should start and set, even for week one. Uh, next week, we'll pick back up with the podcast, but also with Blake's article on the best waiver, waiver wire yes. pickups. So, yeah, all of that you can find on the within the app in the NFL section, also on the website if you search fantasy football. For all the fantasy content, you can just click on the NFL section for all of our other NFL content, obviously covering all the news. We'll have a lot of previews for these games and certain teams and certain players as well. So, yeah, tons of content um, here at at Clutch Points as we get ready for week one. As as you said, it's kind of – they didn't know if we'd be here. They built (laughs) in the schedule to be able to move these these four weeks at the beginning to January instead. But it looks like we're actually going to do this. It's only one day now, and by the time anyone's listening to this – 
uh, it'll be the day of the season opener. Yep, it will for sure. So, yeah, check all that out over at Clutch Points. And, again, subscribe to the podcast, any podcast app you use. You can find it there. And uh, thanks, as always, too, to find folks uh, at the Blue Wire for all that they do. And thank you, as always, for listening. And we'll talk to you guys next time here on the Establish the Past podcast. All right, and football is finally back, which means that you need to head over to Bet Online because you might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online's even going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else, and you can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head over to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. And don't forget to use the promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts.